Hello everybody and welcome to SNT Sports News Today. I'm Charles Pippen, your host. Um, and what do you know? First video on, we get some breaking news. Um, and that is involving in the Larry Nasser and USA Gymnastics case where Michigan State is agreeing to pay $500 million to the victims of Nasser's sexual abuse. Uh, so if you don't know what Larry Nasser did to these women is he pretty much abused him, ab- abused them as a Team USA gymnastics doctor. But um, I don't want to go into that because it's, he's just a freaky guy. Um, but yeah, so Michigan State is paying $500 million to the victims of Larry Nasser's sexual abuse in what is believed to be the largest settlement ever in a sexual misconduct case involving a university. Uh, $425 million will be distributed to all the victims, and then $75 million will be held in reserve in the case that someone comes forward who did not come forward earlier. Uh, what, what Nasser did was, I mean, you, you, do, you can't trust people anymore. I mean, he and I think it's great that these women came forward and expressed what happened. And I think the Michigan State did a really good job of giving these women these monies because I mean they they deserve they deserve something um personally I mean I'm trying not to be too critical but I don't think Michigan State is handling this very well um they're I mean of course their president steps down I mean it's just it's not they're not doing enough um but I think this they made a big big leap in 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 this case um, the school has started to make changes to its Title IX policy, um, and it's adding to the resources it provides for those who say they were sexually abused on campus. Um, John Middleman, uh, quoted that from this point forward, I believe Michigan State is going to be an example of what to do in the event that a scandal like Nasser happens. Hopefully, it helps to stop. It helps to stop it from ever occurring again. Um, but I mean, the other women—they say that they're not done fighting for change. Um, yeah, they said they said they're not done, and they want to focus. They, she says that their next step is focusing on changing laws for sexual abuse, which I think is a great thing. Um, but yeah, overall, I think this is a big move for sexual abuse victims everywhere, and um, I think that this is an example of what people need to do if you have been abused or assaulted. The in other news, the Eastern Conference Finals is heating up. More so for 
the Celtics and the Cavs. Um, because the Celtics won again, 107-94. Um, LeBron had a 42-point triple-double. Just not enough. I mean, and in the end, it was the young guys that that came in to really help pull Boston away to victory. Um, Jalen Brown, 23 points. Um, Al Horford had 10 rebounds. Um, yeah, at the TD Garden. And, you know, there was a scary point in the second quarter with, like, three and a half minutes to go or something where LeBron was going in for a layup and Jason Tatum kind of... I don't really want to say smack, but, like, kind of hit him in, like, the jaw-neck area. Um, and LeBron, I mean, he was a little bit flustered after that, and he was so flustered to the point where he just kind of walked off the court and walked back to the locker room. Uh, they went, they took him through a concussion protocol. He was fine. He actually went back into the game. Um, but... Obviously, did not score. I mean, he scored. He scored twenty-one points in the first quarter, um, and then he was at oh, he was at like fifteen points in the second quarter. But then he he kind of went down after that blow from Jason Tatum. Um, you know, I don't think it was intentional, but. I don't know. I think that should have been a flagrant one. Um, I know it wasn't intentional, but flagrants don't have to be intentional. I mean, that was there was enough contact there that that could have been a flagrant one. Um, and I think the ref should have reviewed that a little bit more. But let's get to the point where I mean, LeBron he he has to be getting mad by now. I mean, because he he's pretty much been carrying his team, and he need he needs more people to help him through this and essentially I mean LeBron and the Cavs are they're falling apart at the wrong time and Boston is 9-0 and at the TD Garden this season so I think if the Cavs want to stay alive in the series they have to take their the two games the next two games at home that they have Okay, so remember when the Baltimore Ravens in the um, 2010 NFL Draft were they were they were looking at um, Des Bryant with the 25th pick? Well, they have been the first team to look at Des Bryant since he was cut by the Cowboys. Um, but he. No, he he did not want to go to Baltimore. His tweet reads, and I quote, Nope, not one bit, nope, not one bit, and very appreciative for the offer. What's crazy is how reports like this will try to tarnish someone, will try to tarnish someone's character. The slight jab saying it's not easy enough, it's not easy to get along with. I thought the media would give up by now with betraying me as something that I will not. 
uh, Des Bryant turns 30 in November, and he he really wants a one-year deal. A, a one-year deal. Sorry for all the stuttering. To try and prove himself to the NFL, uh, and to get a, a long-term contract in 2019. Um, this is, though, I mean, his third straight season in which he failed to record, to fail to record at least 70 catches and 900 yards receiving. So, that's Bryant, you're getting a little bit old, pal. I'm sorry, but you'll probably get maybe a three or four year contract at most. Um... But really, I mean, it's, you're getting old. I mean, 30 years old to be a receiver. I mean, you, you kind of let down Dallas. I mean, you send a five-year, $70 million contract in 2015. And didn't, I mean, Dallas wanted to record a thousand yards. And you didn't. You had injuries. Um, you did play in every game last season. 69 catches for 838 yards, only six touchdowns. But the the thing is, you're just you're getting too old. And um, I know that you want to sign with a team, but it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Put it at that. As most everybody probably knows, Robinson Cano was suspended for 80 games on Tuesday for using performance-enhancing drugs. And, um, yeah, two days after suffering a broken hand by a fastball from Blaine Hardy of the Tigers, he was suspended for the use of diuretic forsemide, which uh, can be used to kind of mask your PED use. Um, his time on the DL will count towards his suspension, but he also has to miss the All-Star game and the playoffs. I mean, if they make it. And, I mean, he'll lose half his $24 million salary. And, I mean, I think the Mariners will probably be reaching the playoffs this year. I mean, I'm sorry, buddy, but you just let your team down. I mean, it's just not good. And now, I mean, the question arises... Will he get to the Hall of Fame? Um, I mean, Manny Ramirez, who he failed two drug tests, he has yet to appear on more than 24% of the ballots in his two years of eligibility. Mark McGuire, he's no more than 24% in 10 attempts. And Rafael Palmiro, 
dropped off of the ballot in 2014 with four and a half percent of the vote. So he he now just let his team down, and I mean this is now we know that you cannot trust anybody with performance enhancing drugs. I mean, A-Rod did it, D. Gordon did it, now we know why he was so fast. Uh, Melky Cabrera, Manny Ramirez, Bartolo Colon, Nelson Cruz, Ryan Braun. Uh, interesting to note here that there were four people who were suspended for performance-enhancing drug violations. Three people in August of 2013. But he is, he's an eight-time All-Star. Uh, one of the only 16 players with a career 300 batting average. He's got 2,000 hits, 1,000 runs, 300 homers, 1,000 RBI. So, yeah. In NFL news now, um... The Patriots are in their fifth week of voluntary offseason program, and for the first time this decade, Tom Brady has not been a participant. Uh, he says it's part of the less is more philosophy that he detailed two weeks ago at the Milken Institute Global Conference, saying that family considerations are part of his decision, but also that he wants to be a better teammate. Many people, I mean, what he's doing right now at age 40 is incredible. Um, and really, I think he needs this rest. He, he needs to rest. And because he, I think he's going to be able to win one more Super Bowl before he retires. I mean, I don't think he's going to retire this season. But he's for sure going to retire next season. And he's really going to want to um, be, be ready to go out full strength. A lot of people just said what I said, um, more saying that voluntary workouts, OTAs, that kind of stuff don't mean anything. There's there's no big deal with him missing. Um, but, I mean, Robert Kraft said that, I mean, he'd rather have Brady with him the whole offseason, but... He's he knows that he's working out hard and he's he's also got a personal life with him. I mean he's got a wife and yeah, he has a family. Finally, one last thing for you here. Uh on this day in sports, which is something that I like to do, you know. Um but on the same sports, on May 16, 1980, Lakers rookie Magic Johnson claimed the NBA Finals MVP after he started at center in place of an injured Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and posted 42 points, 15 rebounds, and 7 assists in a title-clinching Game 6 win over the 76ers.